G'day, everybody. Welcome to the Jimmy and Redders NRL podcast. The great man's on the couch in beautiful Lake Macquarie. Hello, Jimmy. How are you? He's in a dreadful manly Warringah a hoodie, though. That's awful. Very sunny day today, Redders, and someone's got to support Manly after the, the last... I actually watched the replay of the highlights of the game. In seven and a half minutes to go, we're up by 14 points. That's fantastic. The, the 72nd minute mark, I was very happy. And at the 78th minute mark, I probably was not so happy. Quite remarkable. Actually, quite remarkable. But just we're going to focus on Origin tonight, everybody. But we'll just go through the scores from last week. Uh, going back to last week, uh, Jimmy and I had a bit of a chat about this game, and we went alternate sides. I still don't believe I picked the Dragons, but I didn't believe they'd do this. They were thirty nil up, I think. The Dragons 30, 32 nil. The Ra- Dragons thirty two. The Rabbits twelve at Wollongong Stadium or Wind Stadium at Wollongong. Manly twenty six defeated by the Cowboys twenty eight. And a remarkable comeback. Honestly, it was amazing. Melbourne, 32, going along nicely. Brisbane, 20. Cronulla, 18, over the Titans, 10. At least a decent defensive performance by the Titans at Coffs Harbour. The Panthers look unstoppable. Only Origin, I think, is going to stop them. 40 to 6 over the Warriors, who simply don't care and just want to get home. Parramatta returned the tables on the Roosters. We beat them last time. They've got us this time, 26-16 at Combank. Again, the Newcastle, I'm sure Jimmy's best mate, Dave Radley, will be catatonic after a late loss. Newcastle, for once, showing a bit of spine, going down 20 to 10 to 18 to Canberra and Canberra. And then the Bulldogs actually played some pretty decent football against a listless, uninspired and disinterested West Tigers side, side 36 to 12. Jim, if I was going to throw at you, looking at where we are in the season after round 15, that there's only five sides really in it. Uh, and they would be Melbourne, Penrith, North Queensland, Parramatta, Cronulla. Is that unfair, or do you think the Broncos have got a sniff? Oh, to be honest, there's probably three sides. Those those other two, and probably add Brisbane to that, are probably they're, they're outside. They're not they're not as good as those those top three. But that's um, just pretty accurate. But yeah, I don't see anyone other than those those top three winning the play winning the comp. But um, fair enough. But as you said, they're 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 an incredible. I, I think those other sides can push the top sides, but I just over over eighty minutes and. As Melbourne have done in the past, Penrith are doing, and as the Cowboys have shown, they're probably the fittest side in the comp. They've done out the three tries in seven, four minutes, I think, against Manly, but they've done it against a few sides where they've come over the top in that last 10 minutes. The fitness must be, I assume, trained in the humidity and, and the tropic cup there would probably get you get you pretty fit at times. Um, well, yeah, it's that, interesting that, you mentioned that. Three other three, and that's probably five sides for two spots that, that are probably going to make up the numbers and bow out week one. Yeah, well, look, when you think about it, the the... The top four all get to play a final at home and absolutely no one will want to play in at, North, at Queensland Country Max Stadium. And in fact, Penrith and Melbourne will be under pressure because if either of those two lose in the first weekend, one of them is going to have to go up to Townsville for a prelim, presumably. Um, I still think Cronulla can play a bit. Parramatta are a bit inconsistent. Brisbane need Reynolds there. Um, but you're right. I think unless Origin knocks out a stack of players... I think Penrith, Manly, North Queensland and almost forget the rest. Um, Good performance by the Dragons. I will say this about the Dragons. They don't give up. They're actually playing with decent ticker. They're an okay side. Um, They've got some interesting players. Ben Hunt's probably playing the most consistent footy in his career. The Rabbits are disappointing and they're struggling. Um, Melbourne over Brisbane. um, We had one run in the first 30 minutes, I think. One run for no metres and then got... I know the halfback got hooked, but Murray, I think, got hooked a little bit as well. He came back, played well when they in the last 25 minutes. He played well, but it was for a state of origin player to, to do that one or zero runs or whatever it was. It was, it was amazing. 
Yeah, look, the Sharkies winning, Penrith winning again. The Eels a good good performance over a competitive Roosters side. The Knights played very good football and ended up getting beat right at the death by Canberra. I can't complain. That at least the Knights fans can sit there and say that their team didn't give up. Uh, keeping a team to 20 points for them is quite a good performance. That's not a bad performance down there in the cold weather in Canberra, but again, they fall short. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It was... Yeah, a couple of uh, Dave Radley and then our other mate Luke Govan. Gov goes to Canberra, so that was a pretty, pretty interesting um, punters club group chat going on while the game was happening. And Gov come out on top, and poor old Dave Radley. Um, I don't think he blamed the referees, but in deep down, Brad's always blames the refs. But um, wasn't a bad game of footy, and yeah, the last few minutes, they never say. Oh, Hudson Young, a former Knights junior, grubbers, and and as oh, it seems like a Kale and Ponga bashathon, but. The amount of times he gets caught in the defensive line for the whole set of sixes just astounding. And with a minute to go, you think, where's your fullback should be there covering a kick like that? And and Hudson Young even said, I assume every team speaks about it, how much he gets caught in the line. And that's why you'll you'll find that a lot of teams will kick him behind and, and Kalen's not there. And Gutherson does the same thing for Parramatta, whereas Tedesco doesn't. Tedesco sits back and yeah. Slater, who's the best fullback I've ever seen, did the same. They knew positionally where to be. That's where uh, I think Ponga needs to um, really learn as much as he can in those three weeks off um, off, um, off Billy Slater. And yeah, I was talking to Robbie O'Davis about his, his, the same thing. He just, just gets caught in, caught in the line too much. And Robbie was one of the best positional fullbacks in the, the game plan as well before... Um, before Slater and, and those guys came along. And it's the, it's the same observation he's had for, well, for a couple of years now. He gets caught in the line too often. And it, that's directly cost him a game on the weekend. Uh, the, if, he's, if he's at the back, Hudson Young can't kick that. They win by two points or four points and, and happy that's days brought down and had a win. 100%. So and the, the other thing, getting to the sad day, the, the, the Param had a Roosters game. What a fantastic game that was. It was. It, oh, what it was. It was a great it, game before. Sunday, it might have Sunday game this week, so I had a, a Saturday night. At home on the lounge for the first time in a long while, and I'm uh, not, not sitting at a pub propped up at a bar stool, but uh, it was really good to watch. It was, it was a great game. I was flicking a bit early with, with both codes, and, and they're stuck to the, the para roosters. And yeah, great game. The game could have gone either way. Good to see Michael Siva back as well for, for para on the wing. It is, and I still think Parramatta, uh, the Parramatta I thought were terrific in the finals last year and a little bit unlucky to lose. I think you've discussed with this guys before in a semi-final at Rockhampton against Penrith. It was a great game, 8-6 or something, old school footy. I still think I've got a bit of faith in them, and particularly with a couple of their players missing out from origin. I think they have a point to prove coming back soon. Some international football in the next few days. Tonight is Lebanon and Malta. Then we've got on Saturday as part of a... a um, a big game of football back over there at Mount Smart Stadium, which is wonderful. New Zealand and Tonga. And then a double header at Campbelltown, Samara and the Cook Islands at Papua New Guinea and Fiji. I think the Papua New Guinea, Fiji and the New Zealand Tonga games will be crackers because they don't get along first. <laughs> and um, I think you know, while New Zealand and the Tongas don't get along on that, that could be a great game of football over there at Mount Smart. And it's great to see footy back, Jimmy, um, at Mount Smart Stadium. Absolutely, yeah, and obviously the Warriors going to go home in a couple of weeks. But yeah, the, the the I think the crowd will be pretty after two years or two and a half years or whatever it is. The crowd will be pretty pumped to get into football, and then what better game to start with New Zealand and Tonga? And seeing how Tonga's come along in the last four or five years, they beat they've beaten based both New Zealand and Australia over the past few years. And um, yeah, looking at the team list, it's a fantastic side, and, and the Kiwis have got a pretty fair side of themselves. Jerome Hughes and Dylan Brown in the halves, um, I think, would be a pretty good combination. It'll be interesting. Yep. See how those guys go, and on the old stage of Kieran Four and at thirty, whatever he is, um, gets a, gets a run on the bench first Test match in a little while. So, um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's 
if you're going to have the origin or standalone weekend, it's a good way to do it. To have the Pacific Islands have fun the competition. I think it's more than 50% of the players are Polynesian now. So be able to give these guys a, a, a bit of rep footy mid-season while you have a break for origin is, is fantastic. And I tell you what, they want to have some police out at Campbelltown because some if some of those sets of fans get a bit feisty, goodness me, I wouldn't want to be separating them. You wouldn't be getting in the middle of them. They'd be the same for New Zealand over there. You wouldn't be in the middle. He'd stand back and admire the... The, um, the punching ability, I think. <laughs> Papua New Guineans and Fijians in the same house. Holy cow. Okay, State of Origin on Sunday night over there at the magnificent Optus Stadium. My brother's actually met a member of Optus Stadium and he says it's just a superb facility. And it looks at Jimmy. It looks like it's sort of place you... The Adelaide Oval and Optus Stadium are certainly on the bucket list. I'd love to go and watch footy and cricket there. I think it'd be great. Yeah, I've been to Adelaide. Adelaide Oval's a beautiful place. Um, and yeah, it'd be great to get over to Perth to... Um, yeah, to, to see up as a, a billion dollars that cost them. And at the, for a while, it was a billion dollar stadium that they could only play state footy at until, until McGowan decided to open the borders up. So, Indeed. yeah, huge. And Fremantle, um, obviously, flying on the AFL to pack the place out everywhere. West Coast, not so much. Um, and yeah, it'd be good to see a bit of rugby league over there. Um, based on it, designed a little bit on the MCG. It's sort of a slightly smaller version of it with the way they got the grandstands. That is, uh, it's a it's a long ground. Let's super echo what's it's just a bit longer than the MCG. New South Wales, Tedesco, Toto, Burton, Crichton, Tupo, Luai, Cleary, then Haas, Corusau, Chaboyevic. Interesting to see Chaboyevic playing at prop. Murray and Martin and Yo in the back row. The interchange New South Wales, Cook, Angus Crichton, Junior Polo, and CSEF for Talakai, his debut. Then for Queensland, Ponga, Cobbo, Holmes, Gabai, Terlangi coming in on the wing. Munster and Cherry Evans, who were lethal in the first game. Collins, Hunt, Papali'i, Capel, Kafusi, and Big Tino. And then on the bench is Grant, Arrow, Carrigan, who was superb in game one, and Jeremiah Nanai. Jimmy, I'm, I think that even-handed people will think that Queensland are slight favourites. How do New South Wales win this game? And what do they do differently? The Penrith connection, isn't it? It's, um... oh, it's massive. Horace and Crichton come in and Burton, if you add him to the mix from the grand yes. final last year, it's, it's seven or I think it's, it's a seven. If you count Burton, I think it's eight players from the grand final last year in the starting side. So um, it's pretty impressive and a testament to how good, uh, how good Penrith are. Um, I, I like Crichton and Burton coming in. Um, Talakai probably a little bit slow to start in the centres at Origin. That's why they've got him. He, he probably covers covers the back row and the centres. Yep. And, and he also covers the halves, really in the centres and throw Burton into the halves if, if you lose Luai or Cleary. So um, I guess it gives, having Talakai there, it gives you coverage in, in three or four spots that you don't realise. Um, Trebojevic probably played his best footy when he first came into first grade in the front row, Jay Trebojevic. So he, do, he, he doesn't have to ball play. He's got those AEO there to, to do the lock, the ball playing mm. lock role. So he can just, hopefully he can just hit the ball up and just tackle, tackle, tackle. He obviously is one of the best defensive players in the game. Um Probably gives away a few too many six again sets for mainly for, for my liking, but um, hopefully, yeah, it, it, his tackling technique and he just just gets in and under and Trevor Gilmore's a soul and just chops him in half and um, and yeah, just he'll, he'll just punch the ball up all day as, as best he can and he'll be able to, he's, he's able to play bigger minutes as well if, if they need him to. Um, and for the first time in a little while, they've got two hookers. Um, Cook goes to the bench and and they're yeah. probably replicating yeah, hunting hunting Grant for Queensland. Um, yeah, I, Damien Cook coming on with 10 minutes to go and a half, 15 to go and a half could be pretty interesting. Um, you'll remember that when Warren, you'll remember that when Warren Ryan and David Morrow were commentating on ABC Radio, they'd always still make that statement dead Marines, blokes lying on the ground. If yeah. Damien Cook comes out against tired forwards after 25 minutes and look in each half, look out. 
was a similar thing to what Harry Grant did, I guess, in, yeah. in, in, in his side last season. He's, he's a similar, not as not as explosively quick as what Cook is, but the same sort of thing. Since you got it from tight, and geez, that the pace of that game in the first game, and those guys in the middle, the locks, the front rows, the hookers, that geez, they do some work. And they're yeah, 25 minutes down in a game, in an Origin game at that pace, it's um, they're going to get a beach sprint like Damien Cook. Come on, well. It's um a pretty scary thing. Um, Battle of the halves again. Cherry Evans and, and Munster got the got the money last week. Um, Cleary and Luai, you're pretty keen to get back on board and, and really probably they defended Cleary pretty well. They pressured his kicks and and whatever else. So they'll they'll obviously be be, be a bit better prepared hopefully and, and maybe a little bit more comfortable with Coruscant hooker for them um, for at least to start the match. So I, I think it's yeah, the change. I don't mind the changes. It's probably a lot in one hit, but. It is what it is, and then for Queensland, Talungi coming in, I think that's a great. He's a great inclusion. He's been awesome for the for the Cowboys this year um, on the wing, and a couple of tries he scored individual efforts where he's had to, it's not just on the end of a back line or, or catching bombs. He's actually beaten some tacklers and and whatever else. Ruben Cotter will probably be a big loss for him. Um, oh, I think so. Well, um, I, I on two early game, but um, yeah, not good for Queensland. But he's he's a fantastic player. He's just come out of nowhere this year and really dominated dominated footy. So. I think this, the, when you think about Queensland backlines, if you throw up the explosiveness of this combination, it's dangerous. Ponga, Cobbo, Holmes, Gagai, Chualangi, Munster and Evan, Cherry Evans. It's a very, very, very good, complete backline. I do think that Crichton and Burton will give Holmes and Gagai some concerns. Burton will be the second left-sided kicker uh, next to Luai and provide Luai and babysit Luai, I would imagine, on that left side. Um, Tino's playing the best football of his career. Capewell's a proven origin player. The Brattle of the front rows is superb. Collins and Papali'i with Haas and Trebovic is fantastic. Um, Arrow comes back. He's out of the naughty boy bin. Having Paolo and Talakai on the on the bench is very dangerous. Um, Tal- there's, you were talking off air with me a little while ago about defending in the middle. There's talk that Talakai might spend some time actually in the middle, Jimmy, as well. Um, I think it's going to be a great game of football. Hopefully, it's 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 not a nice, normal Perth uh, winners afternoon and mild. I think New South Wales will win by four points. I think it'll be something like twenty-two eight. I don't think there'll be a lot of tries scored, but I just don't think that New South. I think Fit will have more plans to shut down Munster if that's actually possible. But I do think they're going to ask more questions of them. Yeah, I think Talakai is an interesting one. If he does have to go into the middle, obviously. He's playing in the centres at Cronulla, so he's doing nowhere near the amount of defensive, defensive stuff work, that, um, yeah. that he'll have to do in the middle. And again, at the pace of origin, um, that'd be the thing, that the, the multiple tackles he's making in back-to-back sets. And, and I'd no doubt that they'll target him a little bit. Um, they'll run at him, run at him, run at him, and, and just to try and tire him out. So that when they get the ball, he's, he's got nothing left. But he may only have to chop in there for for five or 10-minute bursts anyway, just, just to cover. You've got to said you've got Jake that plays big minutes and, and Polo on the bench. So I think Jake will be the one, he'll be the main one that will out of the three front rows, you'll probably play the bigger minutes out of them and, and they can raise that. Haas plays reasonable minutes for, for Brisbane as well. So yes, if some drop in, it's probably only it's probably only for five or ten minute bursts to cover or, or to cover some injury. But Haas uh, doesn't appear to be carrying much weight around the midriff. He looks to be leaner. Some of the others are a bit bigger in that midriff area, but not Haas. He's a, a much taller. He's actually an unusual build for a Polynesian. He's he's really phoned himself down and got himself lean for mine. Very good footballer too. Payne Haas played played a bit of footy at Valentine in the juniors as well before he um, before he went up to Brisbane. So um, just another another one off the Valentine production line. 
Jimmy, the Byron report, how he's a bit big boy. He's up to 40 kilograms. I just saw him a minute ago. He's going well, the big boy. Yeah, he's rolling around on the back deck, actually. It's a nice sunny day outside. It's nice and warm, so he's, he's enjoying the trees going in the backyard now. So he's yeah, rolling around on his back on get with his full four paws up in the air. So quite enjoying himself. And do you have any uh, any bets for us for the for the for the upcoming games, or worry about a multi when we get back to the next round? Haven't had a look, but I will probably. I'd imagine I'll probably throw somewhere around the back lines. I guess like with, with your Cobo, probably Cobo. I don't. I always like to, to throw the debutant in, so probably Crichton and Burton, maybe both centres to score a try, and and Cobo for Queensland. We'll go, I don't know what that'll pay. It might be you might get eight or nine dollars for the three of them, but um, yeah, the the debutants are generally just a bit of bit of a fairy tale story. We'll get them in and. I had a crack at Penrith. I had all five of the Penrith back five last week to, to all score a try against the Warriors. I threw them up. Unfortunately, the Tago and uh, the two centers didn't score. Tago and Crichton was the last pass for a couple. So, um, is what it is. And good luck against the Swampies this week. Uh, big game, 1v2, Lakes United. That's a way, I believe, looking at your Facebook post from the club. Is Lakes United a way to Doyle Creek Swampies on? Is that Saturday footy? Saturday, yeah, 2.15 on Saturday. So, yeah, we. Yeah, one v two, a little bit wounded. Our boys are the boys will dig deep. We we have we beat them earlier in the year, so they like they sit three points in front of us. We've got a game in hand, so effectively a point ahead of us. So yeah, hopefully a long way to, to get that top two or three spot um, at the end of the year. We've got first this week and third next week, so it's a big couple of weeks for the boys. And and yeah, see where we can get us into the back end of the year and and, and push for that yeah, top two or three spot and, and into finals. Be good fun. Fantastic. Jimmy, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it, especially when you're on the night shift cycle. Thank you, mate. Look forward to catching with you next week, my friend. Enjoy Origin. Will do, Redders. You too, mate. Take care. Bye-bye. On behalf of Jimmy, this is Redders. I hope you're all enjoying your rugby league. I certainly will be this weekend. Sunday night Origin doesn't get any better than that. Take care, everyone. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.